Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. Yeah, come on, lift your voice. We raise you up. And Lord, us we worship, Lord. And us we worship you. Father, we worship you, Lord. Precious Lord, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, the throne, come on church, lift your voice, you are Lord, you are Lord, you are Lord. Look up the mountains, look up the valleys, look up, oh my Lord, you are. So shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Nothing will roll at the sound of your name. Say, I sing for joy, I sing for joy. The words of your name. forever I love you, Lord. Forever I love, forever I stay. Nothing compares, and nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Jesus, we bow before your presence, Lord. We exclaim you as our king. Lord, we worship you. Holy Spirit, what you do predominantly is to reveal him. Reveal him unto us, Lord, through the administration of your word. Let us have an encounter with the Lord. Let us have an encounter with our master. Help us, O Lord, to increase in you. We give you praise and we give you glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow, what a blessing. Amen. All right, let's take our seats. Look at somebody and tell the person you are welcome. Yes. 
What a blessing it is to see you. We, we actually started a journey on the benefits. Okay. The benefits of praise. And then we started realizing that praise is not just an ordinary thing. We just realized that it's a medium of warfare. I mean, God, God enlarges himself in our praise. God enlarges himself in our praise. And how many of you have started uh, doing it? I mean, engaging that principle. So, there is so much. There is so much. There's a scripture that said, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure they are and well created. And when you look into that scripture, the Bible makes us understand that it was the angels of God that were declaring that unto God. The angels of God were just declaring that unto God. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. He said, for thou hast made all things. And for thy pleasure they are and they were well created. Hallelujah. Now, Hannah sang a song. He said, The Lord is my rock and my shield, and he has become my salvation. Yesterday, our cell meeting, cell leaders training, I was asking the cell leaders that everybody should describe God in a way that you, a way you have never heard anybody describing him. It was amazing. When we're giving God appellations, and I was telling them, one of the ways to make your prayer and your praise time quality, okay, is to be intentional about it. Be intentionally thoughtful. Be intentionally what? Thoughtful. Consider what God has done. Consider how He is. I will come to this, okay? Consider how He is, and then carve words. I said, do what? Carve words. And come to him with what? A carved word. And present it before him. Now, one thing about God is that he loves, he loves uh, spontaneity in intentionality. I don't know whether you understand it. You don't. I'm looking at my face like something. <laughs> I say God loves what? Spontaneity in intentionality. One thing about the Ghanaian church, okay, the Ghanaian Christian is that we always want to be spontaneous, unintentional. So we want to come to church, not prepared, but we want to see that all of a sudden we want to feel something and begin to look and move a certain way. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. When God is doing this, they see that there are times you can let you can cause God to do things. And there are times God will do things and you'll be part of it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Now, when you cause God to do things, it is more rewarding than he doing things and then you are just part of it. Like, God is passing and you felt him. There's a difference between God passing and you feeling him and you calling God to pass. They are not the same. So, he intentionally called God to pass. And whilst he was passing, something spontaneous started happening. Are you getting, are you getting the spirit? Something spontaneous that didn't work happening, and then there's a situation where you are not you are not really expecting God. By the time you realize, no, Charlie, something is happening. Something like something is happening, and you are you are shocked. And that's how the Ghanaian church always want things to be. But you see, God expects you 
to come to a place where you operate by faith. Faith is knowledge. Don't forget. Faith is what? Knowledge. Faith is knowledge. It's a kind of knowledge. The Bible says, by faith we know. <laughs> by faith we know that the wells were framed by his word. By faith. So faith is a kind of knowledge. So you cannot tell me that um, you are always waiting for a certain there's a song in my spirit. I don't know how to sing it, but it keeps rolling. It keeps rolling. I don't know whether anybody knows that song. Give me free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it roll. Let it roll. Wow. Let's pick it again. Don't be hard on it, okay? surprised somebody has just been going through a challenge thinking that God is not there for him and because it's not part of something I prepared. I've stayed alone. I waited the whole night and I never thought about singing a song like this. So some of these things come through and it ministers to somebody and God releases a certain anointing for somebody. It may not be everybody but whatever, whether you like it or not if it is God, there will be a certain joy in your heart. Though the ministration is not towards you. How many of you are a witness to it? Yes. So you felt that no the song is a good thing. Is that right? I don't even know how to sing it though. But I just felt the thing was going through my spirit. And I caught the melody and the lyrics flowed. As simple as that. Amen. Yes, so we are on. So you have to be, you see, a powerful believer. A powerful believer is not somebody who is always waiting for spontaneousity. Are you getting it? It's not somebody who is always waiting for spontaneousity. That, and a powerful believer is not somebody who is always waiting for miracle. If you're a powerful believer, you will never always wait for a miracle. A powerful believer, a strong believer, is someone who causes a miracle to happen. It's somebody who creates spontaneity. You create it. You are intentional about it. For example, you see, um, among the people that were at the wedding at Cana, okay, everybody except Mary and Jesus were caught by spontaneity, unintentional. But Mary and Jesus, we, they, Mary intentionally incited that miracle. Are you getting it? He intens- she intentionally incited that miracle. And Jesus created a miracle. So, 
it was created but the people never knew what was happening and everybody who was there was shocked ah this is water turned into wine wow everybody was shocked but i'm sure whilst everybody was shocked mary would be there smiling that's a strong believer he knew what she knew what she did so when i take a certain seed offering okay and i move forward i know the season i want to create i know the season i do i want to what i want to create I know that when, whenever you pick a seed, when you come to church and you pick a seed, okay, yesterday in my study, I realized that offerings is a kind of praise unto God. Offering, offering, no, it's a praise, it's a praise, it's a praise. Whenever you pick a seed, okay, and you are coming before the throne of the Lord, what you are doing is that I'm, I'm creating a, a new season in my life. You are intentionally going to create a spontaneous season so that the bible says that as long as the earth remains seed time and harvest will not cease is that not it so just look at a farmer who has nothing and going through hunger and one day he picks maize you can be sure in three months time that man will have kinky in his house he will have banquet in his house he will have whatever so seasons can be created intentionally the bible says something the bible said he created two great lights. I don't know why I'm even saying this thing so. But this is not part of my message I even prepared. I don't know whether I'll be released by the spirit to go back to it. He said he created two great lights and he said the greater light was meant to rule the day. I'm talking about the book of Genesis. The greater light was meant to rule the day. Then he said the smaller light was to rule the night. Now listen to me. Nighttime is obscurity. Daytime is season of dominion. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So, light is a representation of insight and knowledge. He said, The entrance of thy word brings what? Light and illumination. And then, knowledge is also a key. So, the greater your light, then it's going to determine which day, which season you are going to do what, or which time you are going to reign. It is not everybody who has the power. To lead a great thing. It is not everybody who has the anointing to lead a great thing. But the truth is that you can bring yourself to a place where you can be in charge of something great intentionally. You can bring yourself to a place where you are in charge of something great what? Intentionally. How do you do that? By allowing greater light to flood your spirit and your soul. So custodians of greater light are commanders of the day. But if you have a small light, you'll be at your small corner. You can't do much. You ruin the night. You ruin the night. But whatever be the case, the possession of the light places you in the place of rulership. So you must, by all means, be in charge of a certain light. Am I saying something very important here? And I keep telling my kids, I said, I cannot learn for you. I can buy the books in the world for you, but I cannot learn for you. The discipline to acquire light is with you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you must be in charge of what? Greater light. This life of yours is what it is. Based on the, 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 the size of light or the knowledge content you have. You can never be beyond what you don't know. You can never become better than your knowledge. 
what did i say you can never become better than your knowledge so if i want to know what is in your mind how you see things how you understand fashion how you understand uh, uh, anointing how you understand ministry let me look at how you do things how you dress how you speak how you when i look at that i can measure the knowledge you carry are you understanding what i'm trying to say yesterday i wrote on my status i said be intentional to relate with great minds be intentional to relate with great minds because osmosis is a principle everywhere are you getting what i'm trying to say i said what osmosis is a principle everywhere Def, definitely most of times molecules are always moving from a higher concentrated solution is that not it whether through the medium of diffusion of osmosis there is a movement from a concentrated place to a lower concentrated place whether it goes through the semi-permeable memory or not there must be a movement and if there's going to be a movement why do i why do you relate with if you relate listen to me if you relate with a lesser mind you will grow less because you will diffuse you understand it you will diffuse as i stand here you, some of you can smell the perfume on me is that not it because the concentration is here the concentration is where here but it's not here so it's moving from here to here so whoever carries the concentration is the one that diffuses it you understand it so when you get around a stronger person okay and you realize that the person is highly concentrated now you realize that it will be diffusing from there to you so be intentional to relate with great minds so that you grow great the bible says he that walks with the wise shall be wise it's a, it's a principle hallelujah praise the lord are you here? You have gone home. Yeah, All right. So let's do this thing quickly. So this morning I want to talk to you about why are you drifting? Why are you drifting? I said what? Yes, is forgetfulness. Forgetfulness. When you forget yourself, you'll be very surprised. You'll be very surprised that you will never be the same again. How did you forget how nice it was to have time with God? He said, by the rivers of Babylon, he said, there we sat and we wept when we remembered Zion. When they remembered Zion, they wept. Why? Because they were able to see that there is a vast gap between them and where they are now. Many years ago, they were at Zion. And all of a sudden, now they see themselves by the rivers of Babylon. Babylon is a type of the world. Now they see themselves by the rivers of Babylon. The things that fuel the world are now the things where we lie. Then he asked a question. He said, how can we sing the lost song in a strange land? Now you realize that you're, you can't even pray in tongues. You can't even sing. You can't even fast. You can't even read your Bible. No quiet time. You can't sing the lost song in a strange land. He said, there we sat and we wept. Some of you weep in the dawn in your room. You wake up. You weep. Lord, why me? Why this? How come? Pastor, I'm not even able to pray nowadays. And there is a struggle, but I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the grace of God will find you and bring you out. And you realize that you are getting strange desires. Strange desires for the rivers of Babylon. Things that you saw unholy, now you see them and they are nothing to you. They don't mean much. They don't disturb you. They don't have any prick in your heart. Many years ago, when you saw others doing it, it was abomination for you. But now, you try them and it's like, it's okay for you. Your appetite for 
the rivers of Babylon. It's now okay. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. For me, I believe that it is God's grace and mercy to remember the point from where you are falling. It is not easy. So be back, Kaise. It, look, there are people, and when they backslide, and you even want to approach them and help them, they rise up in arrogance against you. Are you the one who come and they begin to confront you. Then you should know that for you to be able to accept your faults, when somebody comes to tell you, brother, this thing is, is not ordinary, it is grace of God. It is the mercies of God. Because you be a bit to me at the correction. It is the wise that hears correction and increase in learning. So it is not everybody that can receive correction. Because correction is an avenue for an increased learning. It's an avenue for what? An increased learning. So it is not everybody. It is not everybody. Haven't you met somebody that truly, 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 sincerely, you want to correct and you realize that, Charlie, you had a strong, fierce opposition of your life. Say, hey, what is this one? And you were shocked. And there are many reasons why you cannot be corrected. One reason why you cannot be corrected is because you feel you are a man and your wife cannot correct you. You feel you are a man and a woman cannot correct you. And that is why you can't be corrected. Another reason is that because you think you, are, you have money and somebody who doesn't have money cannot correct you. You can have everything in life for, together. True or false? You can have money and not have uh, uh, whatever, anointing. Is that, is that not it? You can, have, you can have money and not know something. So somebody may know something that you don't also have. So you must learn to appreciate who everybody is and receive from people. It is wisdom to be able to hear from people's lips. Hey, copy this thing there. It's not good. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, really? Look at it. Consider what the person is saying. Look at it. Especially if the person is a believer. The Bible says that do not hear the counsel of the unrighteous for there is no place in his mind for God. That means that if an unbeliever stands in front of you and he's advising you, be careful, oh, be careful because there is no evil tree that will produce bad, I mean, good fruit. Is that not it? The Bible says that an evil tree will produce an evil fruit. When I saw that scripture, I said, hey, then Amelia cannot easily advise me. He can advise me about Tuzafi, but he can't advise me about <laughs> What do you think? But you, you don't remember the day you stopped your quiet. You don't remember how one day I was sitting down and I was just imagining one day I told God, I told God, I was in class. In Ajibata school, I was in class. I walked out. I said, you know what? I told Jesus, I said, Jesus, I want to give you this day. I want to do what? give you this day. So I took a book. The title of the book is Good Morning Holy Spirit. And I walked into the Atimata Forest. And I went to sit somewhere. I didn't go for class. I'm not telling you, don't go for class. So, you know, I didn't go for class. I went to sit somewhere. And then I told the Holy Spirit, I want to be here with you. I want to spend I felt the presence of God with me. I was just there laughing. I was excited. I didn't know. All of a sudden, all in, a, in a short while, it was like all the scriptures I've ever read in the Bible, I could remember everything. I remember everything. And it was like somebody was communicating with me. He, he, he talks to me and the scripture will come alive to me and I'll remember. Ah, then I'll also say this and then many things. I never felt like leaving the place. Never felt like leaving the place. Until supper. Until supper. And during supper time, I had to go to the boarding house and go and change, wash down, and wear my 
This is for prep. I got there. The seniors were trying to disturb me. I didn't mind anybody. All the excitement in my heart, the joy in my heart was so much. The following day, I felt very different. I felt very different. I was like, ah, where is the Holy Ghost? Where has he gone? Because I felt so normal, like normal. Then I realized that there are certain realms in God. If you want to walk, you have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. It's not spontaneous. It's not automatic. It doesn't just happen. Beloved, you can change. You can become a different person. You used to be sweet. You used to be nice. You used to be easygoing. Everybody was cool. Everybody, when you get around everybody, people begin to grow in their faith. But you'll be surprised. The same person. You are the reason why many things are not working. You are the reason why trouble. You, 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 you feel everybody's your problem. You feel you are the challenge. Whatever. Many things will begin to happen to you. You don't feel like praying again. You don't feel like coming to church. You have problem with church. Church. You have problem with church. You have problem with church. You have problem with church. How did you get there? How? How? You have forgotten that this is the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Ecclesia. This is the institution of the Holy Spirit where he guides his people and he teaches us. And you have problem being part of what God is doing. Ah, how did you get there? You forgot yourself. The reason why you are able to look at somebody and hate and dislike the person is because you have forgotten that he's a born again Christian and he has been saved by the same blood of Jesus that saved you. If you are here on Tuesday, you will understand this. The unity of the body. You will understand it. If you're not here on Tuesday, you understand the message well. The same blood that saved you. He said there is one body. One body. We are all part of the same body. There is no different body. You don't have a golden body and I have a different. He said we are all saved to be one body. One body of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I should be able to see you no matter what and like you. I should be able to see you and like you. Hallelujah. Yes. When I was shaving this morning, I realized that there was a cut on mine. Uh, what do you call it? Does that mean that I should go and remove that part of the body and do it away? It is still part of my body. So I can have a defect on me. But brother, accept me as part of the body. And help me to be healed and be perfected. And let us form the body that is worthy of carrying the head, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. You should get it. You should get it. How come you are drifting? It's unaware. It's unaware. You have become rebellious, resistive. You have become some way because, and sometimes because a certain voice is speaking to you. Ah, I don't want your talk some, speak back. Let them know that you know. Hey, ask yourself what kind of voice is putting me on a new line? What kind of voice is that? What kind of voice is that? And all of a sudden, you are a nice person. Oh, Rev, please, Rev, please. Ah, but Rev, why, why are you saying that? The same person, no. The same person who used to say, Rev, please, Rev, please. Hey, and he can rebuke you. Hey, Vic, why did you do that? Rev, please, I'm sorry. Rev, please, I'm sorry. Now, Rev came forward and tell you, Hey, Vic, why did you do that? I forgot. I, I, I would, I'm, you, I'm sorry. I'll do it next time. Hey, you are changing. You are becoming something. You are, you are drifting. And anything can cause you to drift. Many things can cause you to drift. And I pray that you will not be a victim to these things that will cause you to drift. Beloved, we are not looking for you to become a nice church member. We are looking for you to become a nice bad part of the body of Christ. Play that role that you are supposed to. 
Why are you drifting? That's the message I came with. Why are you drifting? Why are you changing? You remember the way you used to pray? Yes. Some of you could pray until people would look at you and feel like, no, I have to be born again. Some of you could fast and then the Lord Jesus will feel like, no, I have to bless the church. Some of you, 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 you love God. You loved him. You loved him. The Holy Spirit was so excited with you. And then, right now, there's another thing altogether. Even the same Holy Spirit who you used to love and he loved you so much will come to another brother and go and tell, go and tell my sweetheart that she's drifting. And the same Holy Spirit sends somebody to you and now you are angry. You are angry. You are supporting the other person. Pastor, you are supporting the other person. Now you are not able to hear his voice again. Beloved, it's a very dangerous thing. Very dangerous thing. The Bible said, I was, I was teaching my daughter yesterday something. The Bible said, in the last days, it said, perilous times shall do what? Shall come. Perilous times shall come. <laughs> and I'm telling you that many, bring that scripture in uh, uh, Timothy. Many things that happens to us, they are not bound to happen all. We cause them to happen. What did I say? I said many things that happens to us, they are not bound to happen. We do what? We cause them to happen. Is it on screen? He said, this no. The, the Bible is the one saying no. He said, this do what? No. Also. Among all the things you know, he said, know this one also. Know this also. Some of you know many things. You know whatever. You know fashion. You know makeup. You know uh, whatever. How to make money. You know seven steps to greatness. You know the anointing. You know everything. You know many, 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 many things. But the Bible says that this one also you must what? You must know. Some of you don't know this. Some of you don't even know about rapture. As I'm talking to you right now, you don't even know that there's something called rapture coming. You don't know. 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 In fact, you don't know. You've never thought about it. You know that the Bible says that they that are conscious of his appearing, they have a reward. Conscious, just being conscious of the appearing of the Lord. There's a reward for you. He said this know also that in the last days, he said what? Perilous times shall come. The word perilous means hard times, tough times, difficult times shall come. Are we walking in them? Are we walking in them? Yeah, difficult times. And I like the verse number two. Look at what he said. He said that for men, is it angels or demons? Is it witches or wizards? He said men shall be lovers of their own selves. That means that whatever is causing the perilous time, it is not God incited. It is not demonic incited. It is men incited. For men shall be lovers of them, their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, and he said disobedient to parents and unthankful. Unthankful and unholy. Because of these things, he said, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. Can look at a good pastor and tell your heart, my channel, why do they want to do? Oh, Master, we are all born again. Hey, 
How did you get there? Why are you drifting? That's the title of the message. Why are you drifting? Why are you drifting? Nice person. Your pastor was so excited about you. Your pastor was so excited about you. If you know what God did to Moses on the mountain before he gave the commandment to him. And hey, some of you think that, oh, <laughs> going to meet God is not. Hey. So, Israel for Israel for Moses, air for be God's presence. God's presence. And sometimes your pastor has to go through certain things and come up with a vision. Come up with the word of the Lord. Come up as you are sitting here the whole night. I have not slept. I have been just there preparing. I'm preparing three messages. Because I'm preaching this one, preaching in the evening, Tuesday service. This, I have a, a, a camp meeting to preach like this week. I have a lot of things to be doing. So I realized that no, man, prepare I have some trips to make. I have a lot of things to do. I have a lot of things to do. So I have to be awake. At a point, I realized that there were a lot of topics. Do that, do that. I said, no. I cannot be confused. God is not an author of confusion. So I laid on the chair. Settle my heart on one. It is easier, Pastor Sani. It is easier for me to come back and say that yet uh, the mystery of praise. So is it not easier? Because I've prepared that message already. The mystery of praise. I've prepared on the protocol of praise. I have prepared it. I've prepared it. So it's easy for me to come. I don't need to go back. But I want to hear what God has for us today. And I told God, I said, no, not because the message is there, but I want to hear what you want to say. Tell me what I have to tell the people. He said, go and tell them, why do they drift? Why are they drifting? Why are you, why are you going far? Why are you shifting? Isaiah 59, you know what he said? The verse number one. He said, the hands of the Lord is not too short that he may not save. Neither he is yes, too heavy to hear your prayer. He said, but your iniquities have separated you. That means that if God is this one and you were together, Iniquity has the power. God doesn't go away from you, but you shifted from him. You went. God is still there, but your iniquity has separated you from him. That's what the Bible said. He said, but your iniquity have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that you will not hear him. So it is not like God is not hearing you. You don't hear him. Why are you drifting? Sandy, why are you drifting? It's not, Sandy, the truth is, it's not every day that your quiet time will be nice. There are several times, I think the, the, the number of times my quiet time is not nice is more than the number of times my quiet time is nice. I won't lie to you. Sometimes when we are preaching, we are telling you the experiences we have, the testimony saying, you are more excited about them and you think that all, all through our life, all we enjoy is those uh, wonderful moments. No, 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 no. They come once in a blue... <laughs> a blue moon. Is there not anything happy on the moon? <laughs> they come on. But you see, we focus on those positive things. Do you know that God could have used less than three days to carry the children of Israel from Egypt to Canaan? But he used 40 years 
40 years. At one point in time, he caused them to go round a hill for years. Almost 20 years, no more go round a particular hill. But why? Because there's a lesson they have to learn they have not learned. God is not just interested in just advancing you. He wants to advance you. But he wants to advance you in maturity. That whatever he brings your way will not be the reason why you'll be destroyed. If God wants to prosper you, it's because he knows that you have humility, you have financial wisdom, you are stable, you are matured, money doesn't have the capacity to reign your, your Christian life. If you want to do well, grow fast in the Lord. Grow fast. There are some of you, you only perfect, you perfect your growth in heaven. Of course, all of us will perfect our growth in heaven. But you see, many of us will do well on earth before we appear there. That is why in heaven there is paradise and there is the holy city. The holy city is not the same as paradise. Paradise is the place where the immature saints arrive first and they are updated at paradise. If you lived on earth and you lacked faith, at paradise you will be taught faith. If you lived on earth and you lack love, at paradise you will be taught love. There are certain virtues if you don't have them, you cannot enter the holy city. Not because he doesn't want you to come into the holy city, but because you cannot stand the glory that will manate from him to you. That glory is received when we are updated. So the Bible says that even creation is waiting for the adoption of what? Sons. So this earth, this earth has a certain level of sons that have the power to impart it. How much more heaven? How much more heaven? I know the Bible says you are unquenched he said you, you, should, you should work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. What kind of fear is he talking about? He's talking about the fear of God. The fear of God. A certain level of reverence. A certain level of reverence. The fear of God. With trembling. Knowing very well that you can, it can slip away. There are two things with this Christian life. This Christian life is a lifestyle. I say this Christian life is a what? I say this Christian life is a what? It is possible to have the style and live the life. And there are people who have the life and they are not adding the style. So he's a very holy brother. Do you understand it? Very holy brother, nice person. And the Bible can call him foolish virgin. Are you getting it? They have the life, but they don't have the style. I want, let's look at some of the things that can let you drift. Is it a good idea? Some of the things that can let you drift. Now, let me make this statement before we go into this. The first statement I want to make to you is that it is easier to be drifted away by a good reason than a bad cause. It is easier. In this walk, the way the enemy gets a saint faster and quicker and better is not when he comes as Satan, but it's when he can manifest as an angel of light. It is easier. It is easier for a Christian sister to slay you than a slay queen. It is easier. <laughs> I sent one of my pastors, specifically Pastor Sammy, to pick out certain things from Kumasi for me. He got there at 2 o'clock in the night, in the morning. And when he got out of the car, before he realized, he was surrounded by some girls. Help me, Hannah. Don't be shaking. Everything is fine. <laughs> he was surrounded by some girls. And some of them were touching him. Can we go? Can we go? Can we go where? Go, go where? So he called me and said, Daddy, hey, how do you rest on Pow? I said, Believe that Kumas and Guan and Wahan was a two city for no hapa. No, 
down, he was able to resist it. Because that's a slave queen. I mean, you are, it's easy to tell this one. That. But when you have a sister you have been having a quiet time with, you have been praying. Like one day, when I was in school, in polytechnic, I was praying. I was fasting and praying. And whilst I was fasting and praying, I, thank you, I have been in the fast for three days. So. Then I heard a, door, a knock at my door. Bang, bang, bang. When I opened, it was one of my daughters. She came in, coming to inform me that has an issue. I don't want to go into detail. So, when she entered, it was a small ghetto, you know, when she entered into the room, the power of God hit her. Three days fast, dry, out there alone. And she started manifesting. Stood there, I said, you familiar power, I command you, out. Ah, ah, then first shed. My own daughter. My own daughter. Actually, she is somebody who has ever visited me and we've even used the same room before. I mean, we are that, that flow. You, you understand what I'm saying? And then before I like, fetch it off. Kai. So I quickly went to grab, to make sure she doesn't remove and cause things to fall apart. And when I went there, she rather ended up grabbing me. Nobody was in the house, so I don't share my room with anybody. It was a vacation. And usually I use my vacation for fastings and prayer. And while the struggles were going on, I was so weak. If I realized, mommy just opened the door and entered the room. We're not married by then. But whenever we vacate, we spend some time. She entered the room and said, Take over. <laughs> you know, help him, okay? <laughs> it's not easy, oh. And that was how we're delivered. Don't feel you are anointed. And look, look, can I tell you that the greatest anointing you have is your wife? Oh? Among all the things, uh, uh, the Lord is coming and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Chema, let me tell you the truth. If you like misbehave in the house and let this woman not be happy and let her sit here and look at you and do whilst you are charged, you have charged and the Lord is coming. No, I sure say, You will come to flat. I'm telling you the truth. So you better respect, you better respect them. Don't pass them and worry. Let's buy a head this house. I don't like any extra oil service. What do you think? I don't like any extra oil service. Yeah. Me 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 calling here three years. I've never been able to be there. If Jesus was married, eh, I'm sure the wife would never have allowed him to die. Die, say. Even Peter, Peter went to the master. Yeah, that's party. When I die, when I die, when I die, I cry now. The Bible says Jesus rebuked him. Even Peter didn't want Jesus to die. How much more his wife? We didn't have allowed him. So Jesus said, Let me concentrate in. 
and move forward. I'm not saying women are bad, though. No, no, I'm not saying. I can't even say that. No, how can I say that? If I have a beautiful one with me, I can't even say that. Like, today I won't eat. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, don't drift. Don't yes. It's possible you can drift. It's possible. It's well. The Bible assures us that God will never leave us nor forsake us. So for God, he's leaving us. That one is out of the picture. God is not going to leave you. Hallelujah. Now, one of the things that can cause you to drift is business. I said this what? Is it bad to is it bad to be busy? It's not bad. But I want to make a statement here that busyness is not necessarily godliness. Busyness is not necessarily godliness. Luke 10, the verse number 38 to 42. You can get so busy to the point that you will never have time with God. Now, let me, let me make this statement very clear to you. No matter how stylish or how great or how excellent or how whatever you call it, adjective you use for whatever you do okay for god listen to me for god whatever you do for god eh it can never be compared to the value of the most tiniest thing you do in god do you understand it so the silence means that you don't understand it there are things the bible says that There are things we do in Christ. Are you following? And everything God has for you, he does it in Christ. Things that have eternal life are things that are in Christ. So, if you fail to do things in Christ, its eternal value is not there. You can organize a crusade and do this and go up and down and blah, blah, and then da, da, and da, 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 and da, da, da. If it is not in God or in Christ. You are not doing it because the Holy Spirit permitted you. Are you getting what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit permitted you and the Lord himself has captured and consummated it with his glory. And you are doing this thing. No matter how excellent people will clap for you, people will dance for you, people will do this. It has no value. It has no value. But you will go in the name of God. In a command. The Bible says something. The Bible said that Saul offered a sacrifice. Which he was not supposed to offer. That means that doing something outside the instruction of God. Is actually outside Christ. But when you do something consistent with the word of God. First, first, state, first thing to know how to do things in Christ. Is to obey the word. Finish. Finish. And I always tell you this house that God will never be happy about what you do for him until he sees what you have become in him. You are first his priority before whatever you can offer him. You are first his priority. If he uses you for evangelism for a thousand people to get born again and he loses you, he's not happy about that. He's not a waster. God is not like a man who uses men 
it's only men that uses men to make it and then they don't care about what the outcome of that person people wear out people wear out yes hallelujah when you work with god he makes you he told peter he said peter i want you to stop fishing i want you to stop fishing i want you to stop if it was today you say i want what would me and my wife eat Ah, pastor, says, hey, I come for full time. Oh, we want, we want you to, please, we need somebody to be in charge of our accounts. And can you please stop uh, working with uh, NIB Bank? Hey, so for, name him. So for men part time, men part time. So for men run, you know. No, no, people are afraid to work for church. People are afraid to work for church. It's the truth. Do you know why? Because we have institutionalized the church to the extent that the spirit dimension is no longer there. So, in the absence of the Holy Spirit, still things still run. And that's why I'm telling you that there's the life part of this Christian work and there's the style part of this Christian work. So, some people know the style. They know how to sing the song and let it look like the Holy Spirit. Even if the Holy Ghost doesn't come, they will smoke the stage and it will look like the Holy Ghost. They will give certain light and it will look like... So, the style part, but the life content may not be there. So, the structures has swallowed everything. But beloved, there, is, there can never be beauty without the structure. Every beautiful girl is a skeleton. I know a skeleton is beautiful. You'll be surprised who you are. Skeleton. 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 You are nobody. God has just put in the flesh on it. Please, stop beautifying the flesh. There is something. When we take one bone, one bone from your body, eh, the whole system will come down. One bone, just one bone. You'll be surprised. you look for a, a, a tree to help you. One bone, bro. Now, don't pay you to And then, now you have gone for a big tree. Everybody says, and you have been beautified with the flesh. Cut down. But you see, you are giving the flesh all the attention. And you have forgotten that something hidden inside is holding the whole thing together. Something hidden inside is holding the whole thing together. You wouldn't have done it. Come and do this. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Tino, can you stop the medical thing and come and play keyboard for church? Pastor I've, Pastor, I've been schooling for eight years for this. Home. You'll be very surprised. You'll be very surprised. But you know something? There, are, there, are, there is this thing that is happening in the body of Christ. There's a certain wisdom that the body of Christ is lacking. Do you know the closer we get to the end, the more lesser we must be conscious of ourselves. But unfortunately, it is vice versa. Jesus told Peter, he said, I will make you fishes of what? Men. When you follow the Lord, you must be made. You must, you must assume your true position. Look at the scripture. He said, now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village. Now when he got to the village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called what? Mary. 
which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was compared about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. And what was that? Mary was sitting with Jesus. He was with Jesus. He was with Jesus. Now listen to me. Moses never got busy one bit without the presence. He said that we are not moving one inch if your presence does not go with us. How are you able to move? How are you able to do the things you do without the presence? Now listen to me. Anything you do without the presence of God has not the life of God in it. It has not the life of God. No matter the money you get out of it, it has not the life of God in it. This morning I was sitting and I was thinking about my father. And all the lands, acres of lands he, he have. He have. Acres. My father didn't own land. He owed, he owed a whole village. It's still there. Since he died, I've not gone there one to go and see what is happening. To the people. There are certain things when you let your heart go after them, you will never have time for the things you have to have time for. Then I asked myself, all the things he fought for, sacking at a certain point, sacking, they were fasting for the other day. No, you are not there. The thing is there. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Busa, I say, me papa, yeah, the was as he so. Busa. Busa. You can die any time, oh. I don't know. You can, some of you, <laughs> I shall not die. But live and declare the works of the Lord. Death is also a calling of God. You don't know. Go ask Jesus. It was his calling to die. You can die. Some of you, the, your, your death, your death may be the release of hundred souls unto God. One day I prayed a prayer to God. I said, God, I was at one daughter of mine's funeral. And at the, under the funeral, the MP for Suedro, and many people got born again. I was surprised. After the message, many people under the funeral. I sat at the funeral and I prayed a prayer. I said, God, if my death will bring one million souls to you, I allow myself to be taken. I prayed that prayer. And I've changed my mind. Why, why am I living? Why am I preaching? For souls to be born. If many souls are coming, people are going, one million souls are going to be born again. Ah. Hey, pastor. Hey, pastor. No, no. Why? why, why, why? <laughs> like, what are you keeping that, that thing for? Amen. Amen. The question I want to ask you is in your business, are you godly? Is your business on assignment? Is it part of the call of God on your life? Because it is causing you to drift away. It is the reason why you don't have your quiet time. It is the reason why you risk it. Look at the way you pray. And some of you, the deception is that you think you can always overcome that weakness with a three-day fast. Maybe 40-day fasting and prayer. Okay, me. Stop that. Stop joking. Stop playing certain games. Please. Please. What the devil is looking for is not a window. He's a thief. 
he doesn't need a door. After door, forget thieves come through illegal means. But this kind of thief, he needs a crack in your life. A crack is enough for him to squeeze himself through because he can liquidify himself, he can turn into a gas state and come into your life. So stop creating cracks in your life. Some of you feel you are so smart, smarter than Satan. And you think you can kiss and quickly re- repent. Let me kiss quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me. The Bible says that if you confess our sins, you are faithful and just by the time you finish the slab of like, like a rapper, you will see what will happen to your life. You will see what will happen to your life. You can never be. Have you forgotten that that guy is an angel? Or? Have you forgotten? And have you forgotten the speed of angels? You think he's going to travel miles to get to where you are? Stop, stop talking. Be consistent. I say be what? Consistent. Be consistent. Listen to me. One beautiful thing about the Lord Jesus is how he honors simplicity in sincerity. He honors it. It may not be much, but sincerely, Lord, that is all I have. He loves it. He said, I sat in a church and I was observing the offerings. Great people were given. A widow brought all that she had. What is all that she had? It means that that was what will sustain her next life. She brought all that she had. All that she had means that if she gets a case today, because of that giving she did, she will be in trouble. She brought all that she had. All that she had means that if her child gets sick today, she can't sustain that one. In fact, all that she has means that her child is in the hospital and the doctor is working on the child and they need that money to pay, to bail or to help uh, uh, medicine. And she gave it as an offering. That is all that she had. What is all that you have? What is all that you have? Baby, I'm so sorry for how you feel. How you feel about pastors, how you feel about church. I told the chief last week, she was talking plenty. Stupid and foolish pastors who have come. I said, I said, no, no. So for, I saw for the fake, fake. And I'm saying, how did you know the fake ones? You got to know the fake one because there's an original. The presence of originality actually exposed the fake. It is not everybody. No. You may have had an encounter with certain pastors. And can I tell you something? A man of God can miss it. A man of God can miss it. Peter, if he was an associate pastor, he missed it, didn't he? Several times. But Jesus restored him. A man of God can miss it. Take it from me. That a man of God missed it does not make him a false prophet. That a man of God missed it does make him, not make him a false prophet. It shows that he is a man being used of God. And there's a weakness that stays with him. Elijah missed it. Didn't he? He missed it. The only person that the Bible said that yet without sin was Jesus Christ. He was the only one without sin. Not that the way we hold the head, the neck of men of God. Oh, it's bad though. It's bad, honestly. Brother, come and see how my wife will hug me and tell me, nice, well, you do it, you can overcome it. It's, it's okay. I see I'll you before and done that to you. When you feel like you are broken and it's like I'm there, don't shake your head. I'm not asking you a question. <laughs> 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 
à cause de l'opéfanzo. Ou bien, si tu as beaucoup à droite. I love this church. Honestly. I don't think I could have been a better pastor anywhere. Yes, the truth. It's the truth. Number two. Staff. I feel I didn't really exhaust the business, but you should understand it. You should understand it. Do you know you can organize crusade and God will be angry at you? When as King Saul, when he offered a sacrifice, to offer a sacrifice unto God, is not a good thing? But was God happy? Yeah. I like the system of Paul. The Bible says, and Paul went down and, and he, asked, he asked God a question. He said, what do you have me do? What is that thing that you have me do? Tell me. He said, who are you? He said, I am the Lord Jesus whom you persecute. Hey, I have not touched you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing James. I'm chasing Bartholomew. I, I'm chasing Peter. Who, who are you? That means that touching Peter and touching Bartholomew, you are touching Jesus. That means that anybody that touches you, touches Jesus. He said, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Meanwhile, Paul or Saul was killing the Christians. Not knowing he was killing Jesus. Hey, many other things we don't know and we are doing. He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know. It was you. He said, so, 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 please, well, what do you have me do? Important prayer. What do you have me do, Lord? What do you have me do? Have you prayed that prayer before? I believe every day God has something for you to do. Some of you are waiting for a certain wild thing that God will let you fly like a monkey or something. That you know that ah, that want to no. For all you know, all that God wants you to do is to that day. That day today's date is what seventeenth of September. Am I right? That date, this seventeenth of September. All that God wants you to do is to walk into KFC, sit down. That's all you're paying. No, no, no. That's all He's looking for. That you give him five loaves of bread and two fishes. That's all. Don't give him. Don't go and bring him a bakery. Give him five loaves of bread. That's all he's looking for. But you are not offering that. And sometimes in our wisdom, we feel it is too small for a big God. But listen to me. If you are not ready to offer the smaller ones, you can't offer the big ones. You can never offer the big ones. If your heart does not permit you. Especially if not, it's on reverence. If not on reverence. I was packaging my offering just this morning. In my office. And when I was sorting out, do you know what the Holy Spirit asked me? He said, why are you giving me smaller loads? Why are you giving me smaller notes? I was counting, I had bigger notes and I was counting smaller notes. Pa, 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 pa. He said, why are you giving me, you have 200 gone on, you have those, why are you giving me smaller notes? <laughs> if you have it and you are offering it in a certain way, that one has a question. Am I preaching? Number two, staff. Staff, Matthew 19, 16 to 22. Staff, when I talk about staff, goodies, treasures. The Bible says some fell among tongues. It says some fell where? Among tongues. And what happened? He said the pleasures, not the precious, the pleasures, ah, the chillings, the goodies, the pleasures of this life did what? It choked it. It sophisticated his faith. The pleasures of this life can cause you to lose the vitality of your spirit life. The pleasures. 
I heard Bishop Doug say something and last week it has still been with me. I don't know why. Among all the messages he preached, I listened to him for three hours. And after the three hours, there's only one thing that I can remember as at now. He said, when you're making choices, always choose the hard ones. I was like, ah, how can you say that? Then I remember that Rick Joyner also said it in a different way. That when you come face to face with the gates of God, always choose the black gate. The pleasures of life has the way, a way to sophisticate your faith. Sophisticate your faith. So let's look at what the Bible says. What scripture did I quote? Matthew. Matthew 19. Alright. Verse 16 to 22. He said, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? And he said unto him, Why call thou me good? There is none good but one that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, he said, Keep the commandment. Or say, What is it? He said unto him, which Jesus said, thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Jesus murder. Adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Ah, the whole time I'm here rich. I'm going to be there. He said, who is this? Bring back, bring back, bring back the scripture. Come on, come on, come on. He said unto him, thou shalt do no matter, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. The verse 19, he said, Honor thy father and thy mother. Mato, mato, Lamborghini, mom. Me papa, Lamborghini, I'm a friend, say, Legs us be, I'm a friend, 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 I'm a Thou shalt love thy neighbor and thyself. Me, I'm a scholarship scheme. Conformer, I'm sure I'm free. The young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I? Yes, but the question is, why was the young man asking that question? Why did he come to Jesus that, that way? He came to Jesus that way because there was a certain lack in his soul. Upon all that he had, there was a certain satisfaction he had not yet gotten. Jesus said unto him, If thou will be perfect, Kai, he said, Go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, and come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowing, for he had great possessions. He had what? Great possessions. Great possessions. Was able to choke. Why did Jesus say you should go and sell? You are selling something. What do you do? You trade it for something better. You trade it for something what? Better. He said, go and sell it. And use it to take care of what? The poor. Now, the word poor there does not necessarily mean poor man. Go and sell and bring the money to this one. Go and sell and bring the money to this one. The scholarship scheme is okay to handle that. Is that not it? But what he was trying to tell them is that, I, he said, look at what Jesus said. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the... So, Jesus is saying that come and align with me in ministry. Make sure all these treasures 
this possession, this skill, this talent, this thing that you have is aligning in kingdom advance. That's what he was saying. And the guy felt sometimes Christianity and ministry is boring. And it was difficult to do that. It was difficult. He couldn't. One day, Jesus met a young man. And the young Jesus, Jesus himself. Can you just imagine Jesus walking in here and telling you, Hey, Parker, come. I want to make you a bishop. Follow me. Jesus. Will you go and tell Jesus you want to go and discuss with your wife before you come? Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus. No, you'll be shocked. The guy told Jesus, I've married a new wife. Let me go and tell my wife, I'll be back, brother. In the name of courtesy. But would you have done that? Yeah. But do you know the answer Jesus gave him? He said, I don't see us. Well, you go, don't come again. You are nowhere of the kingdom. Come on, get out. <laughs> Jesus told him, don't come. Don't come. These messages are too hard. But they are the best. He said, choose the hard ones. Choose the hard ones. Possessions. I'm always glad to tell you. I'm always happy to tell you. Last week I was telling myself, I don't want to talk about this thing again. But maybe I'm saying for the last one. Maybe for the last one. Maybe I may not be able to sustain it. Because I'm not God, I'm a man. It is only God that is not a man that is should lie. But maybe I'm, 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 I'm telling you for the last one. I'm happy. I'm happy. Since this commission started that, I have never burdened you with salary one day. I never burdened you. The question I ask myself is how does it take care of? Oh, I wish that song comes up again. Quick, 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 quick. I wish I knew how to sing this song loud. I think I like how I like how you are singing it. your life pursuing stuff. You got, you got a point? Don't spend your life chasing after money. In fact, life was designed in such a way that money should look for you. Package yourself as a solution and let money be the reward. Bring yourself to a place where money will be a servant instead of a master. Don't let money wake you up at dawn and get you seated. Where do I go? Where do I come from? Where do I go? And I'll say me kwa. I'll say kawe too. No, 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 no. I'll say me kansi with the bimika. I'll say me easy. Wake up in the morning and then 
just remember his presence. Let his person, his presence, let his, the advance of his work. The Bible says something. He says, seek ye first in the day. Seek ye first in life. Seek ye first in that class. Seek ye first in that ministry. Seek ye first in that marriage. The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things which the Gentiles have been looking for. All these things. He says shall be added unto you. Why? The strategy of overcoming being choked by the pleasures of this life is to have a priority that carries Jesus as the topmost word. Priority. Seek it first. Seek it first. Hey, you are in a church where God builds a multi-billion dollar temple with 700 Ghana cities. What can't you believe again? What can't you believe? Seek ye first. I don't... For the past two years, I decided to build a restaurant. I still struggle. I'm still struggling with it. Everything is almost done. Everything is almost done, but whatever money that comes, we carry it and we push it into the things of God. We push it. My wife and I, we said we are creating another stream of income. I'm sure it was a sign of fear. But actually, that was not our motivation. Our motivation is that I entered a restaurant at the Liberty restaurant. I wanted a place to go eat some time ago. And when I went there, I was mishandled bitterly by the woman there. I think there's a new administration now. And that thing, I looked around and I felt like this is not proper place for you to but because you are the only person in town here I I ate I said give me VAT receipt hey Wahala don't come VAT receipt you are collecting plenty of money pay small to government you say you don't you know go Tiasa this woman started insulting me I said because of you I will open a, a restaurant that was one of the motivation number two a man of God I invited a man of God to town I wanted a place for us to go and sit and eat and I realized there was no good place to host a person of that caliber. And I told myself, I have to put something like that on the spot. So that was not even the, it wasn't the income per se that brought that. That means that even in my mind, it was a type of ministry to help host certain people. And make sure messages are rolled up. Wall hangings and all those things actually are showing the lordship of Jesus Christ on that wall. I entered a, a saloon yesterday and I realized that naked pictures and all those. I don't know whether when you are barbering and you don't see uh, Tupac and those people on the wall, the, the hairstyle will not be nice. Almost every salon I go there, you see those kind of things there. So I asked myself, can't I do a place and put certain natural things and uh, nice things that will give some kind of peace, uh, a sea wave, uh, somebody and their wife, harmony, and can't you, can't you put things like that on the wall and are too nice for a gaster? Everybody in the saloon had a rasta. Both boys and girls. <laughs> had, I, I was tempted to do rasta. <laughs> Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How do I know I'm seeking God first? When I take my salary, what's the first thing that comes into my mind? When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that comes into my mind? When I meet a brother and a sister, what's the first thing that comes to my mind? I remember I was sitting in the car the first time I was going to uh, 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 tertiary. When I got to the campus, you know the first thing that came to my mind? I was in the car and I was looking around. Where will I pray this dawn? 
Then I asked myself, ah, you are coming to study. The first thing that came to your mind is to, when I got from the car, I went round the place to look for a place I can pray in the night. In the night, I woke up and I was going around. I go and stand here and they stand there. Lake Kabalaba, Shandalaba. And I listen to the sound. Will it be nice? No. Let me look for another place. Lombrandi Gaduata. Mm. Then I located a, a, a place which was quite far. New Jabin Park. When I got there, I realized I was not going to disturb everybody. And that was where my prayer altar was built. You, when you got there, you saw mini skirt first. When you saw it, you know what you did? Then you pray tons on it. She has prayed tons on the last. <laughs> you saw business opportunities first. When I got to the campus, the first thing that striked me, I told myself, the spiritual atmosphere here is dry. It was like I was the first to organize almost everything on that campus. Almost everything that is thriving today, Nicophoria Technical University, I was the first to start everything there. The ceremonial grounds they are using today was the first grounds I cleared. I cleared the place and hosted campus crusade first. And they saw that it can be used for ceremonial grounds and nice ceremonial grounds. I made sure there was vibrancy of God on the land. Not only on the campus, I was traveling all over. Going here. I was a student, no money. I go and preach somewhere. Because I could preach was to take. So many technical, secondary technical, whatever. Then I had exams the next day. That exams, it was first year, second year, put together writing the same paper. Me bought 100, 100. The next good person, the next closer person had 14%. It was the one sitting by me. Meanwhile, I was the one that returned late night from the crusade. The question is that. How did I get there? Because when I came, I was feeling sleepy. I took a notebook. It was an SS form book. I took it for my sister. I took it. I was just looking through the question. The thing I was reading, I don't even understand. It was on probability. I was just looking at it. Probability, there's a board meeting on a round table and one person, blah, blah, blah. I don't know whether you have solved that question before. I've never seen that. So what's the probability that this, that, 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 that. I was just looking at it. So may I just look at it? I didn't understand it. But I, I captured it like a scanning machine. I didn't know it was going to come. I didn't know. When I went to the exam room the next morning, considering you are in a boardroom, and hey! So I didn't write the answer. I drew the answer. I drew the answer. I put it there. And I put it there because the truth is, everybody in the exam hall didn't know how to answer it. It will be a year of It will be a year of it, I was not answering the thing as though I knew what I was doing was even correct. I just put it there. So often my dear friend is called me busco. You see, I blew the paper until the lecturer started laughing at the lecturer because he thought nobody has ever scored his paper like that before. I was a talk of town. I'm sure that was what wore the heart of this woman because she realized that the shabrim boy is around. Yeah, I pass and people be pointing me that the guy not called who have been rough. A bear off. Almost everybody was bringing this question to me. Tell me, can you help us solve this? Can you help us solve it? 
And you see, when people bring their question to you, whatever you tell them, they take it correct. Whether you're right or wrong, it's okay. They'll do okay like that. Yes. The same person. The same person having all the time for God. Why are you drifting? Do you remember? The, do you remember your? I'm telling you my story. Do you remember your story? Do you remember how you used to go for evangelism? Do you remember how you used to love the Lord? Do you remember how you used to do worship alone? Do you remember? How you, do you remember the promise you made to the Lord when I when I become big? Some of you even promised that when I'll buy keyboards and I'll dash it to church, I will do this. I'll, do you remember all these things? Do you remember them? Why have you drifted? Why have you drifted? What kind of understanding do you have now? What kind of thinking pattern are developed in your mind now? How come now you see this thing in a different way? How come all of a sudden, nice person, now Ray? What are you telling? Big. You know, I have, a, I have a culture where almost every end of year, I call almost all the instrumentalists in this town to my house and I have a party. Sometimes, I think this year it was in my house. Most of the times it was in my house. I, we, we look at the place and we just be there and have fun and blah, 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 blah. Just kill. I tell them, chew, eat as much as you can. And then we talk. Then I advise them. I talk to them. Because I've been there before. I advise them. I advise them. I advise them. One day I told them, I said, can you please get... There, there are some people when, when we need people to come and help us. We call them. They come. Then this year, we call some of them. You know something? Charlie, if you don't pay, we're not coming. I was like, hey, if you don't pay, you are not coming. Like, how? How did you get there? The, the other, I don't know whether I get one of them. How did you get there? Like, how did you get there? I don't know about other churches, but there is no church in this town. Nobody comes to sing in this church that or do play or something that me. I want the person go like that. But you see, I always tell you, I said, the moment you charge us, you don't have a chance here. You dare not, don't charge. Look, why are you charging? Why? No, why? Why? Bishop, Bishop Bredepo said something. He said, one day, he invited a great man of God, and the great man of God told him that he should put half of the charge in his account before he flies. He said, don't even waste your time to look for the ticket. Don't make any attempt. You don't have a chance here. Why? Why? Why that? You see, Sometimes matters like this are very difficult to handle. Because the truth is that if love is in display, there are certain things you not do. You not do them. Yes. You can do them. But all of a sudden, you have become some way. And you see, it's not like it's not like we don't know, we don't know you need something. We know you need something. We know. You understand it? Of course, some there are some, some there are some pastors or some churches they will abuse you, they will use you. Yeah, that is there. That is there. But brother, may person sister, may person who say you have your first priority is towards the Lord. And you cannot charge like uh, we are going to play for uh, what is it? The gate fee. You are going to play for a certain concert, we are taking gate fee. We are going, no, no, we have come to church. As I'm preaching, I'm preaching almost one hour. Who should I charge? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Let's put charge or not charge away. The question is, if you love the Lord, 
How much will you charge him? Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? How much will you charge him? I'm trusting God one day to have the opportunity. Everybody, every minstrel, listen to me very careful. Every minstrel in the Bible was on payroll. The Bible says, and they, they were all Levites. And the tithe and the offering that came to the church was what was used to pay them. They owed no plot of land. They owed no whatever. The moment you go and owe plot of land, I mean, you are a lay minister. Don't come and disturb church with money matters. You do your work and let people do this. Because you have your plot of land. That's what the Lord specified. But the moment you don't have a plot of land, then you should know that the tithes and the offerings must also feed you. I don't know how you get it. When I tell you this, you understand. I need to tell this to pastors. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? But the attitude you have to have is not to come with the mindset, Charlie, I'm coming from a pound of flesh. If you don't do it, I won't press the keyboard. If you don't do it, I won't play the guitar. If you don't, if you don't do it, in fact, I will Okay. Osha, what do I do? Uh, sweeper, what do we do? This, what do we do? Okay. And you have to say, you have to say, you have say, because first now they My message is not nice today. I think I'm one of the pastors who can boldly say this. I can boldly say it because you have, I've never charged you one day. Never charge you one day. One day, something happened. One policy of me is that if you're having a wedding outside this town, you buy my food before I come. Is it a good idea? Or you don't like it? I don't even wait for you to like it. You are not the one who bought a car for me. I bought a car myself. If you're having your wedding outside this town, you buy my fuel and I come. Why? I don't take your money. I don't take your salary. I don't take your this thing. That little one that I'm using to take care of this damn cell and them kids. You don't expect me to put it in my car and drive and come and then you let people come and eat and then uh, watch me and then I come back and come and cry home whilst you are happy. No, 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 no. It doesn't happen like that. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Today I've done a public announcement myself. Yes, because people have had problems with me. When my secretary calls them, please send the fuel. Ah, how? There's that, that. What could you the creator more than tomorrow? Blessings and hands. See, me na me be blessed. I did not another day. I worry. What tomorrow? I should worry. So that the creator. Somebody went to pay the creator like eight thousand Ghana CD, and you are paying two hundred Ghana CDs for my fuel to come and bless your marriage. And then I'll stop church. You are not a correct church member. Go away. I asked her. I said, so if you, if you without a wedding, you walk to my house and give two hundred Ghana. What is it? Then I worry. Now, all fresh off on the same time, so for some more cash, mini cash was Metiquapai. Major, sorry, could you sorry about papa? Because we are papa, the Bible says that they were with us, but they were not of us. So, some of these things can cause us stuff, they need, and it's true. It's true. Look, we can, you can be hungry until you get to a certain point. You can't love God well. Oh. You need this and you watch yourself. Everybody's going. He's left with me alone. Blah, 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 blah. 
Look, sometimes I don't blame the people that also charge you. Oh, yeah. The other day, I think I saw Paco, I saw you writing certain things on your status. Yes. I saw anger in the write-up. Yeah. I laughed. And it was not a lie. Because sometimes, from another side, it will look as though the church does not respect the people of the church. I will not talk for instrumentalists because if we all go and we leave you alone, you don't have a church. True of us. Instrumentalists. Oh, you have a church. Where are they? PK. If we leave and we leave you alone, we do have a church. We don't have a church. And no matter how nice we play, if the ushers also don't do whatever they are supposed to do, we don't have a good church. So everybody needs to be respected. True of us. Everybody. Do you know that the apostolic church, I'm talking about the Bible apostolic church, had a special organization that took care of the welfare of the people, including widows. I said, we could have catch our own because it must be in pastor's conference so that they can understand why they must take care of their musicians, why they must take care of their uh, whatever. Do, do you get what I'm trying to say? As much as it is a help ministry, the Bible says that a cow that plowed the land must not be muzzled. That is it. So let the person be strengthened. But you see, you too don't charge God because God can give you more than you are asking for. Are you aware? God can give you more than you are asking for. The last time Paco my son came around, all the conference, uh, uh, the, the night with the king, all the instrumentalists he brought from Kumasi. When I asked him, Charlie, I said, Daddy, leave the bill for me. He took care of their transport, took care of this thing. How much? Only 1,000 I gave. He added the rest to everything. With diatis and everything. Don't clap your hands for him. He didn't do it. Or he did it for fans. I better. He didn't do it for fans. When you did that, you have never eaten since that time, eh? The Lord has blessed you the more. So, stop that kind of mindset. And that is what will let you feel like, well, if the church doesn't respect my gift and talent, I'm going. I'm going. When you better now, book with what about house now, but governor of like Quakasia? Now, moments in Dini, mommy. You see, your security in your relationship with God is because your sin has been forgiven. Anytime you commit a sin, God doesn't go far from you, but you, you'd rather go far from Him. You'd rather go far from Him. Don't drift through wicked intentions. Don't drift through bitterness, pain, unforgiveness. Because these things can cause you not to be consistent with the will of God. Don't allow yourself into certain secret sin. Because for us, we may see you as a nice brother, a nice sister. But secretly, you are very far from God. Most of us, the reason why we are not able to do our quiet time and do our worship sessions and all those things is because of certain secret things that are running through our lives. Don't drift. Don't allow yourself to go through that. Look at the scripture. Isaiah 59 verse 1. He said, behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. 
or his ears dull that it cannot hear. He said, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not do what? Hear. This one, even if I don't preach it, you know it. That any time you fall to that sin, you don't feel like coming to church. You don't feel like having your quiet time. You don't feel like praying. You don't feel like fasting. Now, do you know the mistake you are doing? You are calling that secret sin a weakness instead of a wickedness. And that's why you are not able to overcome it. We manage weakness. We fight wickedness. But because you call it a weakness, that's why we are managing that last. But if you see it as a wickedness that is intending to destroy you, you will not sit there and be watching it and managing it. The Bible never told us to manage last. He said we should flee from it. In fact, we are not even supposed to fight last. Don't get up and say the, 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 the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Every spirit of lust that has lifted itself against my life as I pray and invoke the fire of God. Hey, do you know the fire of lust? You are invoking fire of God. Do you know the fire of lust? God says that flee. There are certain sins we don't overcome them by prayer, we overcome them by wisdom. Flee. So your own is to flee. Now, is it not stupid to start running whilst nobody's chasing you? Is it not stupid? It is as stupid as a lady saying that I love you and you are running away from him or her. That's how stupid it is. Ah, why are you going? I just told I boy we bulu bulu papa. Hey, Danny. I don't, don't Jimmy Jimmy. Oh, the girl, the, that boy, oh, the boy, they were Jimmy. John. It is like oh, John. Oh, John. It is like that. You are supposed to be John. I say you are supposed to be, be John. You have to run whilst nobody is chasing. And let everybody see you, John. One day you be Peter. Yes. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. John, John. <laughs> you don't want to be John? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> John, you have to. That is the only way you can secure your what? Your proximity with the Lord. Do not drift. I say, do it is little, little things, little thoughts, little ideas, little gathering discussion, setting suggestions, which may sound good. Some of them, they look evil. You can point it out easily. But usually, the devil will always come your way with the things that look godly. They look good. Not all good things are godly. Not all good things are godly. So always look out for the godly ones and make sure no matter how good it is, if it doesn't contribute, it doesn't have iota of godliness, avoid Avoid it, may be nice no matter who is calling you. Charlie, 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 this was a big deal. When you wake up in the morning, if you have prioritized the Lord, sit down, do your quiet time before you step out. Don't allow that to go on. Don't allow that to go on. Yes, don't allow that to go on. Yeah, amen. amen. How do you feel? How do you feel? 
when you wake up and your fiance or your husband or your wife or whatever who is lying by you has sent you a message, I've missed you. Why you go and try to your wife? He's lying by you. Just send her a message. You don't send her a message while you are here. Like you, she will get up and watch you like ah, give you some message like you'll be shocked. But how would you feel? You feel very happy. Is that not it? You feel special. The same thing applies to God. Can you just imagine somebody's calling? Charlie, let's go, let's go, let's go. Then you gently wake your wife up. Baby, um, I just received a call. I don't know whether you're okay if I step out. No, I'm not okay. Okay, don't worry. Let's, Charlie, I'll come later. How, how special will she feel? That's, that God, is, God is like a woman. I say, God is like what? The Holy Spirit is a help. He's also a helper, like a woman is a helper. The same word that was used for the Holy Spirit, the same word that was used for a woman. So give that attention. Please, the only way, the truth is that, the only way to pursue purity, listen to me and never, never, ever forget this thing. The only way to pursue purity is not to work to be pure. I say it's not to work yourself to be what? What did I say? The only way to pursue purity is what? Hey, I don't want to sing. I don't want to fornicate. Hey, my dodgy stealing. Hey, I won't say I won't lie. Hey, no. The more you do that, the more you end up being impure. Because whilst you are jumping from one line to another, I was like, when landing another line, hey, where am I standing? Hey, you'll be surprised. Don't try that. So, Pastor, what do I do? The best way to pursue purity is to pursue presence. Pursue his presence. Pursue his presence. Pursue the Lord. As you focus on him and you keep pursuing him, you will not even be careful to avoid lies, to avoid whatever. You are just pursuing the Lord. Pursue the Lord. Your, your, the, the cleanliness or the, the strength of your purity is connected to the strength of your pursuance of the Lord. Am I saying something very important? There are some of you, you will not sin. You've not done anything wrong, man of God. But the fact that you went to Baba your hair, yes, it's a height of relationship. Because at that time, he may need you for something. He may needed your attention. Maybe he, he, he doesn't want you to touch it, and you touched it. Between you and God, it's on pure. So you pursue the Lord. That is your only way of escaping impurity. Say, who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Say, he who has not lifted his soul unto vanity. If you have not lifted your soul unto vanity, where is it? It's unto the Lord. It's unto the Lord. Lift your right hands up. And you want to pray, say, Lord, help me. Just pray, help me. Help me not to drift. You can easily drift. You can easily drift. You can easily drift away. You can easily drift away. Nice believer. Pastor's son, pastor's daughter, nice Christian sister, nice this. All of a sudden, you realize that you are becoming something else. The love of money has the power to capture your heart. Fame, name, many things. Hardship in life can even cause you to drift. You want to say, Lord, help me with all the wisdoms that I need to become what I'm supposed to become. Help me. Help me. Lord, help me. As a preacher, help me. As a preacher, help me. Help me. Help me. That I will not I will not preach because I want people to clap. Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Are you praying? Help me, Lord. 
He's a helper of men. He's a helper of men. Help me. Help me. Help me. You want to pray this prayer? Say, Lord, settle every argument in my heart. Some of you may be having an argument. Oh, what about this? Pastor, this, that. No. Lord, settle every argument in my heart. Not even according to what the pastor has preached, but according to the, the, the truth in your word. Settle every argument in my heart. Settle every argument in my heart. The Bible says the heart is deceptive above all things. It said, God against it. God against it. Settle every argument. Settle every argument, Lord. Settle every argument. Settle every argument, Lord. Settle every argument. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray for you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, may he that carries the heart of kings and queens, may he that bears the heart of men in his heart, he that promises a care, say, I'll give you a heart of flesh and remove the heart of stone. May God perfect your heart and anything that is becoming a trouble and a disturbance may the Lord deliver you from it may God open your eyes for you to see how you have drifted far from him and restore you in Jesus name Amen God bless you thank you for listening If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.